In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, um, I'm going to share with you how to say no. I know that sounds funny, but I work with a lot of clients who just have a hard time saying no to requests or, or expectations. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about why it's important to say no and how you can do it for yourself. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we're back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Rock on. Welcome, people. Thank you for checking in, whether you're on Facebook Live or listening to audio. I appreciate it. So we're here. In the podcast, your voice, Southfield Studios. Another another time in time in the new place. I'm I'm, I'm digging it though because we have a drink cart. That's probably one of the major benefits of this new <laughs> new studio. You know, we haven't had a, um, a there's a, there's a, a drink permanent cart. drink cart in a long time. Oh my goodness! Look at all the uh, inebriation going on over there. <laughs> well, you know where that comes from, don't you? No, I don't. It's the Man Cave Happy Hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Who, who records in this exact same place? Correct. So if you want to check that out along the way, uh, take that, uh, take a listen there. You, you, if, if you're into to bourbons and whiskeys, I well, I know those are different things. Technically, 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 they are. But, I just uh, had a lunch appointment with a uh, with a partner of mine, uh-huh. and on the menu was a High Clear Castle Gin Negroni. Hmm. You ever heard of High Clear Castle Gin? I, I don't believe so. I'm not a big gin fan. Well, you know of Highclere Castle. I've heard I've heard that. Brand. That is yes. Highclere Castle is where they film all the Downtown Abbey episodes and the movies. <gasps> oh, and such. it's a place. I got it. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the botanicals on the estate is what is inside the Highclere Castle. Really. Gym. And uh, Lord and Lady Carnarvon that live in the Highclere Castle partner with a gentleman here in the states by the name of Adam von Gutkin, and they created the Highclere Castle gin. And what in blazes are you talking about? I got to tell you, the man cave would not, we wouldn't know about that without the man cave happy hour. Well, yeah, because I'm sure you, I mean, you guys get all kinds of cool guests coming in we and do. tell you about these things. It's, it's fun. It's fun to learn. No, it that, really that's, that is, that's really interesting yeah. too. It's a podcast for everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> Even if you don't drink, it's fun to watch. Correct. And listen to. Uh, yeah. You don't want to watch me and, and, and well, Jamie. You know. you just, you can listen to us in our shenanigans. <laughs> So yeah, check out the uh, the Man Cave Happy Hour podcast. Yeah, it's that's fun. also interesting. So that is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Hello. Thanks for joining me, Matt. He's Absolutely. here every week when I do my podcast uh, mm-hmm. to you know, keep things keep things going. Getting your word keep out. Keep me on track. Yes. Keep the the it, the, the technology moving. Well, that's yeah. Jamie. I just he just shows me what to do and I do it. <laughs> well, you're a good student then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been my mentor. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> Where, so, can, where can people find you? I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, people right. can find me on my website, which is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you find all kinds of cool stuff. Um, uh, there, there's, a, there's a contact link right on there. And in fact, I've just got like two or three contacts today for shows. So uh, if you want to get in get touch with me directly, it'll come right to my email. Perfect. You can hit that there. 
You can also find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter, Instagram, and the Snapchat, which are Motor City Hypno. Awesome. That is H-Y-P-N-O. Yes. And as usual, on every episode, it's always in the show notes, uh, is, is a free hypnosis guide download. Just a link you can click on, download a, a page and a half summary of what hypnosis is and what it's not. That's always available. Mm. So check that out as well. Perfect. Awesome. Today's episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. That is my book. It's been out for about six months now. And I'm going to just scooch away from the mic for five seconds. Did you bring it? Did you bring your book with you? He did. Look at that beautiful yellow. How many times have I done the podcast and not had the book to show uh, for those Facebook Live people or for people who might see this later, maybe on YouTube or somewhere else? So, fantastic. Yeah. So, there it is. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a great read. It really okay, is. Okay. A funny story because, like I said, this book, I, I published this in August. And do you, know how, do you know how many people look at this before it actually goes to print? I mean, oh, I would with imagine. an editor, and then you have like, like beta readers and proofreaders and. I, I had family read through it. So, so my son, is he's amused by it, but he picked the book up one day. It was sitting on, on my desk at home. He picked it up. And he, had it, he had it in his hands for 60 seconds. He says, uh, there's a typo on the back cover. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, dude. Wow. Th- thanks for that. How many, and how many hands did that change? <laughs> I mean, I, but that's, that's the way it is. I, I, it, and you'll notice, I don't know, I'm an avid reader. I read a lot. And it's rare that you find a book without a single mistake in it, Correct. even if it's just a typo or or just something, something's it, it, it's it's hard to get perfect. Let's say that. So yeah, it's rare that you find a, a perfect one. But anyway, not a big deal. Anyway, pick up empower your mind for success. A hypnotic guide: How to rewire your thinking for massive success. So maybe you've maybe you've maybe you've had a pattern in your life. I get a lot of clients who have a pattern of you wake uh, up. They just they just they they don't. They don't accomplish anything. Let's say that. Mm. And not, maybe, not, maybe if not for lack of trying, but maybe they're not trying effectively. And that, that's what this book will help you do. It'll help you channel and focus. Look at mistakes that you might be making. Look at new ways to look at things and new ways to focus. And, and to new make ways changes to, that will make you successful. And new ways to make mistakes. Absolutely. Uh, because, right. because you learn from mistakes. And the important thing is that you learn from them, not continue to do the same things over and Correct. over again. So you can get the book on any retailer it's on amazon right now it's also on barnesandnoble.com those would be the quickest way to get it because you'll probably have it in a couple of days Mm -hmm. um it's also available physically in bookstores so if you go to your bookstore it's not on the shelf they can order it for you so if you do pick it up which would be much appreciated please leave a review either on amazon or barnes and noble so that it gets in front of more people right because you know reviews that uh that helps or hinders a lot of things. Who doesn't read reviews? Um, many people might not. <laughs> people don't read reviews. That's why they order from Nordic Track online. Oh, oh, I'm we're still on, we're still on nah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> I, you know why? This has come back around. And, and just to refresh everybody, if you didn't listen to last episode or last couple of episodes, I had a nightmare with Nordic Track and two months of delivery faux pas. In a nutshell, that's what happened. I canceled my order. It's on, and I left a review on Trustpilot. Okay. And all of a sudden, now they keep contacting me, asking me questions. Oh, what can we do? And I'm like, my order's already canceled. Yeah. No, I mean, you can do now. a little late. Mm. And, and the responses on those are great because they'll say, well, just contact our customer service. We'll help you out. And I'm like, <clears throat> I was doing that for two months. Right. And that didn't help. So, <laughs> anyway, sidetrack. 
don't don't buy online from Nordic Track. That's your all platform. I'll say. Do what I you can want. say it. Yep. Yeah, and and I'm not. I, what's the, what's the word demeaning them in any way? It's right. Just that the d- delivery sucks. Yep. It's you'll you'll never get it. So, uh, so, yeah, empower your mind. They need to read this book. Is what they need to do. <laughs> Maybe I'll send them a free copy, and they can uh, make adjustments on on that. There you go. All right, folks. Uh, it's time for our here comes winner of the week. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. So our winner is now. I'm going to say the name and and what what's your first reaction to it? Mark Cuban, uh, basketball owner. Yep, bas- owner of the the Dallas Mavericks. Correct. Uh, Entrepreneur. Uh, he's on Shark Tank. Yep. Regular on Shark Tank. Yep. Um, Multi billionaire. Yep. Regardless of your political views, that that doesn't come into play here. But what he did, and I don't know if you've read this. No. He started an online pharmacy. To get drugs to people cheaper, the cheapest they can get it. Okay. They have a formula where they mark it up for like fifteen bucks for like, like uh, processing and delivery and for their fee. So I'm going to give you a comparison. So so it's an online pharmacy to help people get medications that they're paying way too much for. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple of examples I, I have, on their site. All right. I'm just curious what their EpiPen goes for. Yeah. Well, I, that's a good question because I <laughs> went through and I didn't see that yet. And they're adding more as they go along. All right. Fair enough. I'm just curious. So Abilify. Oh. Um, that's a common medication. The retail price is $677.80. Wow. The, this pharmacy price is $6. How? Because they're not marked that there's no middleman. They're not marking up. It's they, going they are, straight to consumer. It's it's yeah. straight to consumer. And again, they're they're only marking up a small percentage for profit. They're not huh. they're not overcharging. Uh, uh Montelukas, which is a singular, it's an allergy medication. Retail price is one sixty nine. This online price is six dollars. <laughs> some of now here's here's some crazy ones. These these are just gonna blow your mind. Um Albenza, it's an antiparasitic. It's used to treat cystic conditions of disease and, and li- uh, a cystic disease of liver and lungs. Okay. So it's a, this is a pretty serious medical condition yeah. if you have this. Retail price is $6,563 for this medication, this for, Al- Albenza. For two pills. The, the, <laughs> the, their pharmacy price, the new pharmacy price is $453. Wow. And you could probably use your HSA or flex spending account to purchase these things. That you can't do yet. You cannot it's cash do only. Oh, ah, okay. See. So that's the other thing. But if you're usually paying six hundred dollars and say you have a copay uh-huh. and it's six dollars instead. Right. And and my here's here's my thought, and I, I was kind of thinking through this because I of course I work with billing. I and we deal a lot with medication with our psychiatrist too. Mm-hmm. Is that I, I? I'm assuming if you kept receipts and you were able to present those, you could probably you could make a claim contribute towards, it towards yeah. your deductible. Right. Interesting. That that is another way to look at it. Now, let me give you another huge one. All right. Uh, it's called Gleevec. I never heard of the drug, but it's, it's, a, it's a cancer drug used to treat certain types of leukemia. Oh. Two thousand five hundred and two dollars for this medication. Okay. This new pharmacy, seventeen dollars and ten cents. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's it's, that's going to change the whole. It should industry. change it, and 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 that was his idea. Now I'll, I have a link to the article in here. Um, 
because the whole purpose here is to help people and, and give them something more affordable right. that they don't have to go broke or mm-hmm. go into debt or use credit cards for for medications that are that could be life saving sure. or, or or people need to have a quality of life. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 just crazy, and and, and those are just some of the examples of, of some of the uh, medications. Now, I will say I think there's a list of maybe 50 medications, so it's it's not everything, right? But they said that they're going to be working on adding more. The other goal of this company is that if it does well, they're going to start producing in the United States, like hmm. build a lab to produce all of these medications without wow. having to go through a pharmaceutical company. And that's all through the mind of Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, yeah. So anyway, I, I, being, being in healthcare and seeing people, I, I'm, I'm, and this is, this is I'm, I'm not saying this of any specific client, but I, almost every day we get a call, I'm out of my meds tomorrow. I can't mm-hmm. go without them. Mm-hmm. You know, we call them in, make sure they have them. But people, people need medications to, to, to survive. And, and uh, I, I could go off on a whole tangent of, of the pharmaceutical and insurance companies just the, – the, they're, they're crooks. They they're, they're just take money. And next it's, thing it's, you know, you're talking to a client because they are in a dire straits situation because of the monetary well, side. They can't I, continue to afford mm-hmm. said med. I get, yep. I get that. It's a vicious circle. Yeah, it is. It's, it really is. So, so anyway, I, I thought it was a great story. And again, regardless of what you think of him as a person, I think this is a great idea because if this takes off mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. now maybe another company wants to do this. Now you have some competition right. with these lower prices too, right. which could end up benefiting everyone. So there goes the World Wide Web. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I, I mean, I say this, I know it'll never happen, but maybe the end of pharmaceutical companies Ooh. as we know them. Ooh. Ooh. We can only hope. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, Mark Cuban, winner of the week. That's how winning is done. So let me ask the question: yes. If uh, what he is doing mm-hmm. ends up uh, taking down some of those major healthcare or medication pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies, are they just going to say no and keep doing what they're going to do? Well, see, that's a good question because if people can pay seventy dollars as opposed to six thousand dollars, right? They're going to have to rethink their their. And, and, and here's the thing: I'm not. I am bashing pharmaceutical companies. There's a lot of research that goes into this mm-hmm. for, I, I mean, you know, the, the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. And, and although they have been working on vaccines for years, mm-hmm. they got that, that together really quickly. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, they do good things yeah. as far as research goes. I yeah. just think they've been doing the re- retail side yeah. is just... It, it's the pharmaceutical tough. companies have been doing the research for years, mm-hmm. the R and D and what. Oh, absolutely! And now someone steps in with a better idea as how to get it to the public. Mm-hmm. That's where they might have a problem. Well, and and honestly, I hope it would it would help them evaluate. Let's let's do what's right, right. for for our customers. So yeah, that's fair. And and they just need to you know learn how to say no. <laughs> so what are we? So back to it. No, what are we going to do? <laughs> so we're going. This I'm I'm going to. Tell you why it's important to say no. So that that that's our subject today. And people would be like, "Well, what does that mean?" And and I'll give you a couple of, of just generic examples. I've had clients over the years. I, I had a I had a female client in her I'm going to say mid 40s. Have she has kids and family and a husband and all this and all her, a job and housework and she would daily have to go to her mother's house 
to clean, get her groceries, make her dinner, and set her up for the day. On top of On top of else. all her other stuff. Now, here's the catch. Her mother was not incapacitated or she was fully functional physically, mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally. Okay. She just expected it because it had always happened. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I said, so I said to this client, I'm like, why do you continue to do it? Well, because she'll guilt me if I don't. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not a, that's not a good reason. Yeah. You're, you're in a, and again, this person was dealing with stress and anxiety and depression because she was overwhelmed. Right. She, 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 she was trying to take care of her own family and this other full-time gig at the mm. same time and work. Which happens to be her mom. Right. So we're going to get into a little bit more about family structures and things that go along with this. So but, that is but, something that. So if she you're had one of those no people yeah. that say yes to everything, now now here's the problem though, because even you'll say yes even if it inconveniences you or you're put in a situation that's just not good for you. Period. Like like this this woman I just talked about. Mm-hmm. It it was negatively affecting her relationships with her immediate family, her husband and her kids, mm-hmm. her job her own self-esteem and her own self-worth and, and time for herself to be mentally healthy. Right. So, so why, why do people say yes? I guess that's the question. And here's the thing. I think we're, we're trained from childhood that you do what you're told. That's kind of the, you know, especially as young children, that, that's kind of the way parents bring up their kids. Mm-hmm. Do, what you're, do what I tell you to because I'm your parent. Do as I say, yeah, not do, as I yeah, do. Well, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good one. That's another great saying. Right. So, so I think we are trained from childhood to obey, to just do what we're told to do. Uh-huh. But the problem is if, if, if you never make that transition into your own thinking, into your own adulthood, and you can think about that. If you did the same, if you followed your parents' orders like you did at six, when you're 26, mm-hmm. so, that that shouldn't still be happening. Actually, I would still be picking up my room, folding right. my clothes, yeah, yeah, right. you know, yeah. doing the laundry, yeah. doing putting the, dishes, putting the toilet seat down. You know, putting replacing the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd still be doing that if you, I had listened. You'd uh, you'd be wiping the table. <laughs> no, you gotta take everything off the table. <laughs> And, of course and, you went And there. you'd use a dry washcloth. <laughs> How are you going to wipe a table with this little... It's not even wet. <laughs> See, that's what you'd be putting up with, Matt. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the point is saying no can be very difficult for many of us because we don't... One is we're afraid of rejection. We don't want to be put down or, or, or guilted, as my client put it. Right. Um, it, it's, it feels like we're, we should be doing it because it's, it may be a nice thing. Like, I'm not saying making dinner for your parents is a, or your mother or anybody else is a bad thing. Of Maybe you not. enjoy doing that. Yeah. But if it's taking away from your own, your own self-being, your own... Uh, fulfillment. Fulfillment. It, yeah. that, that's a good word for it. it, it then, then it's not good for you. Right. And, and sometimes it really feels awkward or wrong to tell somebody no. Um, it is just easier to say yes and not I put it this way. And this is the old, the old cliche one, you know, a friend calls and say, Hey, I'm moving this weekend. Can you help me? And you're like, Oh, sure. And then the day comes, you're like, Oh, dude, crap. I got to do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I, I mean, but that happens in so many different areas. Real quick. Uh, yeah. Vicky just checked. Oh, out. my sis, yeah, my big sis, said, Vicky. Hi, Dave. How's everything? I'm good. Vicky. How are you? <laughs> Glad you checked in. Hope you're doing well. Excellent. Thanks yes. for checking in, Vicky. Absolutely. Um, 
What was I? I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. You're Vicky. Hey, Vicky. What the, the fuck <laughs> are you doing? She'll, she'll laugh. She'll laugh at that. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, so when you say yes to something you really don't want to do, it's going to negatively affect you. Because let's say that I have a close friend and I agree to, and for some reason I agree to help him with something mm-hmm. and I don't really want to do it. Automatically, I've, I've set up this, this underlying resentment towards this person mm. because I'm doing something I don't want to do and I feel like he's responsible, he or she's responsible. Vicky said, great, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You'll start to feel resentful. You, I, and this is the big thing. People start to feel taken advantage of because uh-huh. if you always say yes, people are going to always come back to you. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen this over and over again. I, I you know, uh, people will ask somebody to do something. They always do it. So that the, the assumption is you're always going to do it. Right. And that would because put, you've set a pattern. Right. And that puts a strain on marital mm-hmm. relationships. And that and especially. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there was a study done. Uh, I'm, I hope I have her, her name correct. It's Vanessa K. Bonds, B-O-H-N-S from Cornell University. Okay. So, so the purpose of this study was to find out why people always say yes or, or, or really kind of nail down the frequency of this. So she said, this is a quote from her, we're constantly influenced by others. Other people regularly goad us into doing, saying, believing, and buying things. Mm. So this is the whole social underlying thing of we are. We're always bombarded with things like buy this, uh, take this, uh, use this product. So we're always, we've been trained since a very young age, again, with parents and then with media to do yet, to say, yes, yes, I want that. Yes. Give me that. Yes. I'll do that. Yes. I need to work out. Mm -hmm. Like all of these things that that have trained you, it's it's almost like Pavlov's dog. Right. You just say yes automatically. Ding. And she says, our minds have been conditioned to say yes. So this study, which lasted over a decade, 14,000 people were involved in the study. Wow, okay. Over 10 years. Before you get into that, yes. Alan. Oh, Alan said, checked in. Alan. Said, Happy, Happy Friday, Friday, Alan. Thanks Happy for checking Friday. in, as usual. Yep. Uh, i got to ask Alan. Hey, Alan. What the, the fuck <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> Hopefully your Friday night as well, Alan. Yeah. Awesome. All right, sir, go on. So the study lasted over a decade, 14,000 strangers. Now, these weren't the, what they did is they went out and just, just met people out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would ask them, they would just make requests of strangers. Like people, like some of the questions were, Hey, can I borrow your phone? Mine's broken. Or, um, would you sponsor me for this race? I'm in okay. so things that things that were not invasive necessarily. Well, I guess maybe borrowing your phone would be, I got a box of cookies. <laughs> Do you want to buy it? They're thin mints. So, out of all these questions, and I, I won't go into the, all the details, but but the point is, more than half the participants, to be exact, just over sixty percent agreed and said yes to these small requests. Wow! Yeah, okay. to strain. Now these are strangers; these are not people you know. Right. This is somebody on the street walking up to you and saying, "Hey, can I use your phone? Mine's broken." Or, "Hey, I'm doing this race for Lou Gehrig's disease. Would you sponsor me?" And they have no idea if it's true or, you know. 60 something percent, over 60% said yes. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the word humanity comes up, yep. right? Do you Absolutely. We want to be nice to each other, right? Yes. So and, there's, and, a, and here's the fine line. You're yeah. right. You're right, Matt, because by saying no, does that mean you don't care about someone? Right. Or if somebody says, Hey, my phone's broke. Can I use yours? And you say, no, is that a bad thing? Right. 
yeah that's how you have to put the hu- mm-hmm. the human equation into it you as do well. yeah and 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 here's and, and we're going to get into it in a little bit as far as how you can determine well when is it right to say no mm-hmm. and when is it right to say yes does it depend on the uh environment that you're it in it definitely or? depends on the environment it depends on the, the person the relationship the the current situation that they might be in they I might mean, be having a bad day maybe if you ask somebody hey my phone's broken can i borrow yours they'll be like no i i have to be somewhere in like five minutes i'm right. late already well, that, that so, that's fair Right. I'll ask somebody else. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. So and there was another study, and this is the more interesting one. Another study was done in 2014 where they asked participants, strangers again, people mm-hmm. that, that, that they didn't know, to vandalize a purported library book by writing the word pickle on one of the pages. <laughs> Sounds bizarre. I think it have wrote something else. I mean, it could have really vandalized it, but, um, you Be, know. Being in the customer service. <gasps> oh, great. Odin's Raven. Being in the customer service industry for uh-huh. a very long time, there's a saying called give them the pickle, uh-huh. which is like, give them a great experience, but you want someone to actually write pickle in the book to. Yeah. All right. So, again, they would the the the, the study participants or the study arrangers would, would approach strangers. Uh-huh. And ask them, hey, I got this library book, write pickle on one of the pages. <laughs> it wasn't really a library book, but they were told it was. Right. So, so the, the, the participants think it's a library book. Right. So a number of individuals voiced discomfort. They expressed concern about getting in trouble. They referred to the request as vandalism mm-hmm. and conveyed a general reluctance. Nevertheless... What what do you think the percentage are that agree to do that? I'd say eighty to write pickle on the book. I'd say eighty. It's, it's high. Sixty four percent did wow. it. <laughs> so something that was now in here. Here's the other interesting thing: the 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 estimated the the people putting on the study their estimate of who would say yes was only twenty eight percent. That's oh. that's when they formulated this. They, they said only, they we only might 28. get twenty eight percent will do it, but sixty four percent did. Wow. So, so think about that. Yeah. 64% of strangers in this study vandalized a library book just that's, because they were asked to. That's almost three times more than what they actually predicted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just about. And again, less. I'm going to keep in mind, these, the, the study was done with strangers, not yeah. friends or family. That's anybody cool. that these people knew. All right. So here's the thing. It's a perceived social norm to say yes to other people's requests. Mm-hmm. It, it's, again, it's instilled. And, and think about that. If you can get somebody to write pickle in a library book, and vandalize it, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. What what stops these people from saying no? I'm not going to do that. That's wrong. <laughs> because they don't. They have a fear of being rejected. Mm-hmm. People instinct in people. They want to be accepted and validated. Huh. So it's kind of like, oh yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm. <laughs> well, well, that and plus they're getting the approval of the person asking them to do it. Right. And sometimes this 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 perceived approval this perceived acceptance affects why we don't say no because we don't we don't want to be that person that's difficult mm-hmm. or that's that's disagreeable okay. really it's it's really an inbuilt psychological trigger for us i'm gonna go just to get one step further folks yeah. that don't say no they just don't say anything sometimes they could be at a restaurant and it's taking the a long time for their meal to come and mm-hmm. they'll just sit there and be patient well being patient's a, a is a good thing mm-hmm. but at what point do you say something well that that's interesting matt let's go back to our, our and i don't remember go back it's an episode i'm i'm, I'm not even guess the episode we did a whole a podcast on passivity 
Yes, we did. What it is to be passive, passive yep. and why that is not good for you. Yep. And this kind of fits into that a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, or if you wait two months for a delivery of Nordic track, you know. Right. <laughs> exactly. At some point, you got to draw a line. You got to draw a line. Yeah. And you're right. That's a good example. Now, again, I, I didn't, I didn't cuss anyone out. I didn't. Right. I just you were said, professional. I, yeah. That. I just said I don't, I don't want it. I said this, this service is unacceptable. I don't want your product. There you go. Now. There were tons of other people in the comments on that site that I let the review on that said, yeah, I've been waiting six months. I'm like, what? Why would you wait six months? Right. So, so there's a line and we're going to talk about that as far as, as far as, and again, this will connect as far as being, uh, like humanity you mentioned and being, and being, being nice and kind to people. Okay. So. Again, we go back to people want to be accepted and appreciated. We've been trained from childhood to say yes. And even though we say yes sometimes, we really don't mean it because we really don't want to do the thing we're saying yes to. Right. So those are the important things. Sarah, Cynthia, Sylvia Stout would not take (laughs) the garbage out. (laughs) Um, So why is saying no a good thing? That's that's the question would be because most people think, oh, yeah, well, I I mean – Practically speaking, it would it would stop you from getting involved in things you don't want to be involved with, okay. or get you out of doing work that you don't want to do. <laughs> okay, like go back to the moving example. Who 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 has ever wanted to help their friend move? I, I I'm actually going to say I love to help people move because I'm going to need some people. Well, to help yeah, me because move. because you're getting a recipro- <laughs> you're looking for reciprocation, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 that's there. Yeah. So. Uh, Dr. Nicole Washington, she's a board-certified psychiatrist uh, and chief medical officer at Ellison Psychiatric Services. She said, saying no is one of the best forms of self-care we can engage in. Mm-hmm. That's her quote. I'm going to say it again so, you, so you, Please. you catch it. Saying no is one of the best forms of self-care we can engage in. Huh. Because it's really nice to be able to remove yourself from the equation. Well, and, and here's what it does. Saying no helps you free up your own time to focus on your own self-care issues uh-huh. and your own health and your own family and your own responsibilities. Okay. Um, saying no can establish healthy boundaries with people who may seek to use you or take advantage of you. Mm. Again, I go back to this client example I mentioned earlier whose mother was just Ex- assuming. Expected. Expected it. Yeah. And, and really was taking advantage of her. Uh-huh. Saying no also gives you a greater control of your own schedule, commitments, and time. Mm-hmm. And that time thing, it's the old cliche, time, you, you, can, you can't make time. Right. Time is, is what it is. Yep. When it's gone, it's gone. Real quick, um, mm-hmm. actually talking to my mother today. Yeah. And she said, and I quote, how the fuck did I turn 70 already? <laughs> <laughs> Because she, you know, she's like, oh, she's like, I'm almost running out of time. But I'm like, you uh, got so much time. You've done so much in your life mm-hmm. for your young age of seventy, right? She's just, so, how the fuck did I get? Well, to I 70? know, but but I mean, honestly, even even being in my fifties now, I'm like, wow, uh, there there are less days ahead than there are behind. Well, yeah. I mean, you you come to that realization at some point. It's like, uh, well, I better do something. You know, you know, hopefully, I don't walk out of here and get hit by a bus. <laughs> oh, yeah. <know>? Uh, oh. <laughs> Oh, good for you. We'll see what happens. We hope not. All right. Fair enough. Okay, folks. So we're going to have part two of how to say no. And and what we're going to cover on next episode is when you should say no, how to do it, and how to actually express gratitude while you say no. So I'm going to give you specific instructions on how to go forward just so that you can take control back of your own life and your own mental health and your own well-being. Look forward to it. So, yes. 
Come back for next episode. Facebook Live people, stay on. We'll be right back. Those listening to audio, skip ahead an episode. Or uh, if it's not there yet, it will be shortly. Sure. Awesome. Awesome. Change your thinking. Change your life. Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We'll see you next time.